blessed as we celebrate Christmas with our families. Um, and now this. Well, praise the Lord. That was a fun intro, wasn't it? <laughs> um, the person who's responsible for that couldn't be here because I was going to have a Christmas intro this week. And uh, um, for those who don't know, we have an intro to our church um, every week. And it's uh, one that uh, um, the Gospel Lights would love. It's one of their favorites. So um, we're glad for that. Anyway... Tonight I want to finish my, the series I've been doing on the gifts that Jesus brought to us. We've talked about the joy he's brought. We've talked about the hope he brought us. Last week, last Sunday, we talked about the love he brought us. And tonight I want to talk about this. Jesus brought peace. For unto us, Isaiah says, a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is what we have been, we have come to celebrate here tonight, the birth of our Savior. Jesus is the reason for the season of Christmas. As this, it's not happy holidays, it's Merry Christmas when it comes to Christmas. Now some people say happy holidays because they're talking about New Year's as well. Some people are say, say happy holidays because they're talking about Hanukkah. <laughs> um, we're at the, I think we're at the end of Hanukkah tonight, eight days. It started Sunday, so we might have one more day of that. And by the way, Jesus celebrated Hanukkah as well. But we're celebrating Jesus' birth. As this verse points to, he did not remain the baby Jesus, however, as so many people think. They get so excited about the baby Jesus, but he didn't stay a baby. And his story doesn't end here it really doesn't end with his resurrection. It points to the fact that Christ Jesus will return and set up his kingdom. And all of us believers will be returning with him. Isn't that a good thing? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this message tonight. We thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. We thank you, Lord. You are our wonderful Consular. And we thank you, Lord, you are our mighty God, the everlasting Father. But Lord, we thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding that only comes from you. And Lord, when we are going through rough times, that peace can come and, come and sweep over our hearts and help us get through that difficult time. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to spend our time in Romans chapter 5, and we're, at, we're not going to be in there for forever, but 
Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, because we have been justified, we have peace. Hmm. Of course, that peace and our justification can only come through Christ Jesus. Now, why does justification give us peace? Well, how would you like to be guilty? Imagine this, you're guilty. You've been given a death sentence. And the problem with the death sentence, that's not it. You go to prison for eternity. Think about that. That is what hell is. You die, and then you go to hell for eternity. So why does justification bring us peace? Because when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we ask him into our hearts. We turn our life over to him. What is justification? It is God the Father taking out his gavel in heaven, hitting the judgment's desk in heaven and he declares you not guilty because of Jesus. You're guilty as sin. But Jesus carried that sin for you. And because he carried that sin for you and he died in your place and you've accepted Jesus into your heart, God the Father has declared you justified just as if you had never done it. Let me tell you what, that's the best feeling you could ever have in the world when you know that everything you've, the mess you've made of your life, everything that you've ever done wrong, come on, let's admit it, nobody here is perfect. Well, maybe Eve, but ah, no, she's not either. But nobody here is perfect, right? And so we've all made a mess of things. Uh, some of us are on first name we're first named with all the cops <laughs> because when we were young, we got to know them all, right? And now they, they watch out for us, you know, they keep us out of trouble and all that. But anyway, we do those things, don't we? But Jesus went ahead and carried all of our mistakes, all of our sin, all of our problems on the cross so that he could justify us just as though we never committed them. And you know what? That brings peace you know there's a law in minnesota that if you really if you've messed up you can have certain things justified huh as though they never happened you can go to court take your lawyer with you do all this stuff appear in court with the judge and he goes ahead and he signs the paper as though you never did it talk about taking something from the in minnesota taking something from the scriptures and calling it justified. Isn't that cool? I kind of wish all states had that. But Romans 5, 2 talks about faith, grace, and hope. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. 
again, this is all through Jesus. There is no other way. There's, there's this nonsense going around that all roads lead to heaven and they don't. There's only one way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by Him. And let me tell you why. If we take the, prep the, the, the idea, the, the fact that Jesus created all things, God the Father spoke Him into being, and Jesus created all things. He made this world. Okay? Picture that. Now, He created human beings, Instead of speaking him in like all the other animals, he just spoke all the animals into being and they just became. But with human beings, he formed them out of the dust of the earth with his own hands. The Holy Spirit breathed life into us and we became living beings. Got it? He knows us in our mother's wombs. He actually forms us in our mother's wombs before we are even a glimmer in our father's eyes. Um, our heavenly father knows us. Now get all that. You get all that picture? Now, now, Jesus creates this all. Man, human beings, Adam and Eve in particular, mess up, bring sin into the world. All they had to do is obey, but they couldn't, like any other kid. Right, Bodie? And um, they, they went ahead and messed up. Sin came into the world. Now think about this. Now, you've got a problem on your hand. You love this creation you made. You love these kids. You want them home with you. They're your children, but their sin has separated themselves from you. What am I going to do? Jesus says, let me go. I'll redeem them. So Jesus comes and pays the price. Now, let me ask you a question. If you're the one who created it all, you made all the rules, you, 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 you set everything up so that we don't go flying off into outer space when the world is spinning around, right? He, he, he did all that for us. And look at the beauty of the earth. I mean, we, everything that we have comes from, all the good stuff we have comes from Him. Saint and sinner alike. And then He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Why, would you go ahead, if you were in Jesus' place, would you, uh, would you accept any other way? And then when his father went ahead and sent his only begotten son to die for us, if you were his father, if that was your kid, would you allow any other way? Uh, this is the, the lunacy of not accepting the fact that God is God and we're just we. We're just human beings. And so he does this. But because of Jesus, we have faith. Hmm grace and hope what is grace grace is well we don't deserve it grace just takes it all and we didn't deserve it wow that's like you going ahead and forgiving your kid when, she, when they don't deserve it and you love them anyway come on all of us parents here know that feeling <laughs> I'm going to forgive them anyway, even though they don't deserve it. That's what the God the Father does for us. And because of that, we have hope. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to remind you why hope is so important. Hope comes by faith. And I'm going to remind you why hope is so important. Because hope will get you through those sad times. Hope will get you through those 
desperate times. The hope will get you through those times when you feel depressed. Hope will get you through almost every, well, really everything, because when you have hope in Jesus, knowing that he's got it in control, my word, what better hope can we have than that? Besides, he's the author and finisher of our faith, is he not? It's because of the work, his work, Jesus' work on the cross and believing in what he did on our behalf that we have access to heaven. This is the miracle of the incarnation. It started with Christ's conception and birth, but it proceeds through the cross and finished with his resurrection. And all you have to do is believe. Hmm. And because we have this hope, I don't want to rush this. Are you getting it, Carol? Well, good. I know one person's getting it. <laughs> Somebody said I should have the congregation help me preach this through. Instead of preaching at you. <laughs> Instead of making fun of Hal. Where are you anyway? I know where he's at. Hopefully somebody will show him the service tonight. The uh, elevator's broken where he lives. So he can't get down to the first floor. You'd think they'd have it fixed already, but I guess the squirrel cage is broken. It's probably in China someplace in the storm there. Anyway, we'll see him soon enough. Can you, you're saying, what in the world you use that word incarnation? The incarnation means Jesus' conception and his birth. But most people don't realize the incarnation is played out when he went to the cross and he rose from the dead. It's all one act. That's why we say he didn't stay a baby, he grew up and he's still grown. One preacher, a prominent preacher in America, believes that when we all get to heaven, we're going to be 33 years old. Well, that's not so bad. A little bit younger than Jeremy. I remember when I was 33. I could, boy, I didn't ache the way I ache now. <laughs> well, the snow didn't bother me as much as it does now. But I said, I, I wondered, why in the world do you think we're all going to be 33? Because it says we're going to be like him as he is. As he is. And so he's eternally 33 years old. Because why? He kept his human body. He could have gone back and been just like the Heavenly Father, been spirit again and the Holy Spirit. No. He limited his, himself for us because he loves us. And he has a physical body. He has flesh and bone. And so we're going to be just like him. And boy, we're going to have a brand new body when we get there because we put our faith in Jesus. And you know, that, that's going to be a great thing because, you know, I'm like I said, I'm tired of the aches and pains. But when I get to heaven and get that new body, I won't have aches and pains anymore. Boy, oh boy. I'll get my hair color back. <laughs> well, and some of you will get your hair color back because you can't remember what color it was. <laughs> Hope gives us peace. And Jesus is our hope. 
Verse 3 and 4 says, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. What? Knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Uh-oh, now I'm going to meddle. Some of you have been feeling down. Maybe I have too. But you know what it says here? Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. My word, I didn't know some of you can endure so much. I didn't know you can run the race as far as you've run. That's cool. And endurance produces character. Boy, and I thought you were characters now. Character. Where people can look up to you and know you are somebody. And character produces hope. Our hope points to our faith in Christ. And we know Jesus always keeps his word to us. Haven't you found that to be true? Because we have hope, we can rejoice in our sufferings. Look at the outcome. Knowing suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character, the word doesn't say it's fun. It says we face it in hope. Hope that our Savior will see us through it and we will come through victorious. My wife's uncle has been uh, going through some endurance lately with his wife and we've been praying for her. Well, they finally got her into the right hospital. They finally did the surgery. We've been praying for this. <laughs> and you know what? My wife's uncle has not been feeling... I'm sure he was feeling anxious because he couldn't be there with her, holding her hand. I'm sure he was not sitting there twiddling his thumbs just because he canceled Christmas until she comes home. But he has hope in his Savior that she was going to come through it. And you know what? She came through. And just this week, they moved her from the hospital she was in to the hospital close to home. So now he can get over and see her. But you see, it was his faith because he was all alone. Well, he had people encouraging him, but he was all alone at home just with the dogs and cat. And now she's close to home and he was hoping the other day she could come home tomorrow. We'll see. That'll be one happy homecoming. But you see what's gotten him through is the hope he has in his Savior, which was preached to him so much by his mother over the years. And now he understands what she meant. You can't escape mother's prayers, or grandma, especially grandma prayers. The Holy Spirit in our lives proves we have this hope. 
Why do you think I always talk to you about getting baptized in the Holy Ghost? The Holy Spirit in our lives proves we have this hope. Romans 5, 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Hmm. You see, when you got saved, the Holy Spirit came into your life because it was the Holy Spirit who opened your heart to Jesus. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He is the third person of the Holy Trinity. And He comes to dwell in you. And He wants to be released in your life with His gifts. But we have to allow Him to do that. All we have to do is have faith and believe and he'll and God will fill us with the gifts of the Spirit. But the Holy Spirit reminds us that our hope, he always reminds us that our hope is found in Christ Jesus. Because Christ is our hope of our salvation. It is he, it is Jesus who gives us peace. Why is this? Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for your word tonight that gives us encouragement that, Lord, we have hope, and because we have hope, we have your peace because of Jesus. Lord, so many times we get so caught up with what's going on in the world and in our lives that we miss the point that, Jesus, you want to be right there with us and help us go through what we're going through. Lord, touch us, I pray. And Lord, I pray for those who haven't given their hearts to you that, Lord, this Christmas, they could give their heart to you as a Christmas gift, Lord. And say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. We thank you for that, Lord. We glorify you for that. And right now, if you're at home or wherever you might be, and you haven't asked Jesus in your heart, just pray this prayer, Lord Jesus. I turn it all over to you. Come into my heart. Lord, thank you that you carried all the mess that I've made on the cross. And Lord, by believing in you, I don't have to worry about it anymore. I get a second chance in life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. And I thank you, Lord, that you rose from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, that I now belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, it's not a magical prayer. It's just believing in the one that you pray to. Accept him. Believe in him. He wants to touch your life. Amen. Well, I thank you for joining us here at New Life. I hope that you have a great Christmas. I will see you again this week, but only on Facebook Live. No church tomorrow. Uh, we 
I will see you soon on Monday. God bless you. We will see you next time. All right, Bodie and Ian.